The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is iHeartRadio's Prattcast with Stephanie Pratt and Wells Adams. Yes, it is. I have been here for about 25 Ugh. minutes. Okay, you got here early. No, I didn't. I got here on time. Five minutes early. <laughs> I saw your text. Um, it's Wells and Steph Pratt. I am late. You are. But <laughs> I'm it's, sorry, guys. It's okay. I don't really care. But we do have to be out of here soon, so we have to like... Yeah, what's your heart out? Where to, are you going? Well, I've got to go host that, that Hoffer thing that I do, that sports trivia thing. But though this studio has to be like taken over in a little bit. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan's got to come in here, <laughs> do right. some things. Yeah, I guess we'll let him. Do the Ryan's Roses bit. <gasps> That's my favorite, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Am I the only one that thinks it's kind of an effed up bit? Um, it's my favorite, favorite thing to listen to. When I get in the car and I get to listen to it, I'm literally just like... Hands up, like, thank you, God, I have scored. Yeah. This day is going to be great. How many divorces have come out of Ryan's Roses, do you think? We'd have to ask Tanya. Yeah. Do you guys know? You guys all work for for Seacrest, right? Yes, I want to know. Does anyone get mad and they're like, you ruined my relationship and like email like incessantly? I know. I think the trick is if you ever get offered free roses, you should give them to your significant other. But who knows? It might be Ryan Seacrest trying to screw you over. So the best option other than significant other, mom or grandma. Because because then it's a funny, still a funny bit. Like, it didn't go to me. And then who did it go to? Oh, it's a Nana? Oh, he's even better than expected. Anyways, we're getting off on a weird tangent, even though I said we got a hard out at one o'clock. So. But you know what? I wouldn't even take the roses. You wouldn't? Because you know you'd have to be signed up to some email and then you start getting their sp- <laughs> Bam. I'm trying to like not make contact on my phone yeah. with anyone. We talk about how terrible edible arrangements are. That is the grossest thing in the world. Am I not allowed to say that? Good. What? No, his no. Oh, the cantaloupe starts sweating immediately and it's all being held up by these sticks for some it's a reason. Nice thought. No, it's not. It's the <laughs> 
whatever that cost, 65 bucks, send me that and then we're good. Send you what? What's 65? If it costs 65 bucks for an edible original, however much it is to shove a bunch of fruit onto sticks and send it over to someone's house, whatever that costs, just send me the money instead. Oh yeah, for sure. By the way, if Edible Rangers wants to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> I totally apologize, and I love every cantaloupe and strawberry sweating on that thing out in the in the kitchen They're over there. Beautiful arrangements. Um, speaking of being sent flowers and edible arrangements, uh, twas my birthday last week. Thanks Happy for birthday. saying anything about it. I had to do it myself. You know, I don't go on social media. Yeah, I know. Like it's- how would. It's really funny because I'm sitting here getting ready to do the podcast. I see that Stephanie's texting, being like, walking in. And then I see Tori walk out and then I hear a little bit of whispering. And then she and then Steph comes in and goes, oh, my God, happy birthday. Oh, that's the best impression ever. And I was like, did she just tell you that it was my birthday last week? And you're like, yes, she did. <laughs> but I don't have Facebook. Like, yeah. How am I supposed to know anything? No, it's okay. Uh, listen, at the, at this point, you're not publicizing it anymore. You know, like I'm, yeah. I'm well, thir- no, I I'm, do it for like a week, dude. I don't. I'm 35. Like at this point, there's nothing. Nothing good's happening in my body. You know what next year is? 36. Oh, thanks. What? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you're gonna be on the wrong side of the 30s. I know. Good news is I look like I. You I look still so look young. like 29 ish, 30. I feel like. I feel like I can pass for that. I still get carded every once in a while. I think you look like Sarah's age. Yeah, and that's 28. Yeah. But Sarah looks like she's 19. Totally. Right? Yeah. She does. You know, I could just turn this around on you right now. What do you mean? Did you have a birthday party? Yes, I did. I Where was my invite? Oh, See? no, We're yeah, even. no. We're, <gasps> oh, okay. it's, it's not like that. Okay, so let me explain it to you. Uh, I was obviously a radio DJ since I was 16 years old and my first music festival that I ever covered as a professional radio DJ was called Hangout Fest and it's in Gulf Shores, Alabama. So it's like a seven hour drive from Nashville to Gulf Shores, Alabama and it's on the beach and it's really cool. And it's the first one I ever did. If you go YouTube like me and Hangout and like musicians, you can see some of my first interviews as so bad. The worst interviewer ever. So nervous. So, do, you, do you remember doing something specific in it? Yeah, like I remember, like, um, you know, when 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 like the TSA person is like, "Thanks so much, have a great flight," and you're like, "You too," and yeah. then you're like, "Oh yeah, you're not gonna go." <laughs> I was doing stuff like that where I was responding to like what the, what the artists were saying, and it was making zero sense. Oh my god! And everyone just like, okay. So anyways, that was my first, the first, and then then I went on to cover Bonnaroo and Coachella and and freaking Lollapalooza and all of them. But my first one was, was Hangout Fest. And my favorite moment of that first one was that my birthday fell on the Sunday when it ended. And they found out that it was my birthday. And as you get this, you need to remember, it was a pretty small festival at the time. And the Roots, like Fallon's band, but like the Roots are their own thing anyways. This was long before Fallon had his own uh, late night talk show. The Roots had found out it was my birthday and they ran off stage. And I was like back, backstage at VIP just drinking for my birthday. And they had squirt guns and they just shot. They were just all shooting me with, with squirt guns. And, and my it was like my 20 whatever, 23rd birthday. And I was just getting like drenched <laughs> by the Roots. And I was like, this is the best birthday ever. <laughs> oh, 
So I vowed I'd always go back. So I've I've never missed the hangout fest. I love that. But here's the thing, and so also my my like I have college friends that have like houses down in Gulf Shores and Mobile and stuff. So like we go down there and fish and go crabbing, and it's like a really fun. So the reason why you didn't get your invite is because like the house that I stay at is just like my old college buddies. Oh yeah, I thought it was something in town. No, <laughs> I no, thought no, it was no. just like a fun dinner. Oh no, 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 <laughs> I didn't do anything. I left town. But the, here's the thing. There is some serious political dealings right now in Alabama. Oh, my. Okay. Really quickly. Yeah. I watched The Bachelorette. Oh, you did? Um, and I remember, like, years ago when I would watch Miss Universe and Miss USA, Alabama was always the prettiest girls. And I was yeah. watching The Bachelorette and Hannah's her, from, Hannah Hannah's from and Alabama. her two friends when yeah. they were on it. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like. Alabama, you go Alabama. Yeah, except right now they're I know. having to deal oh with some gosh. stuff. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's that's horrible. So, and I didn't even think about that. It was just like I'm going to Hangout Fest, and then I got there, and I was like, I, I like I like posted like, you know, like we were side stage like jamming out to Sir Sly, and someone's like, you shouldn't be there because Alabama, and I was like, man, oh, okay, oh, I didn't even think about that, and but I'm still, sorry. It's just like. Live your life. People are so annoying. Yeah, I mean, like... They're going to condemn you for anything you do. Yeah. I know. You, you can't win on that in that front. But And, and I also, like, I'm somewhat sympathetic to uh, people being upset that I'm going there. But I didn't think about it in those terms. I thought about it in, this is a fun birthday, birthday party. Yeah. And I've done it for a long time. So anyone who was upset at me, just understand where I'm coming from. So... And I think if people understand that, then they won't be as mad. But also, women... Your body, you yeah. make decisions. Men should have no business in telling you what to do. Totally agree with that. And that's the end of that conversation. Let's get in and out of that one as quickly as possible. Yeah. So I, I, I really hope more states don't follow that. I know. It's just, it's kind of scary. It's horrific. Um, so, yeah, what's going on with you? Wait, what would you get for your birthday? What was the best present? Uh, Mine's in the mail. Is it? Uh-huh. What did I get? Like, Sarah, your address after this. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sarah got me like, cool, like, okay, so I, she got me a real cool, like, uh, what is it? Velvet jacket. Mm. Because I've been saying that, like, I don't bring it on the red carpet like I should. Like, she's got a whole team of people making it so when she goes down the red carpet, everyone's excited. And then I show up in my men's warehouse suit and they're just like, so I've been saying, consciously been like, I need to get some cool freaking outfits, you know, for the red carpet. And I was like, you know what I want to do? I want to look like everyone in Harry Potter looks oh like. Oh my gosh. You know, like old velvet suits and like very dignified. Mm-hmm. Smoking jacket. Exactly. <laughs> and I think I said it drunkenly and she was like, she went with it. Aww. So I've got it. And I've got a fantastic, cool. she gave it to me when I was like drunk, you know, at like midnight or whatever. Were you so excited? So I like put it on with like with my bathing suit. This is a great picture of me just with like this like velvet smoking jacket and a, and a uh, bathing suit. So, you know, watch out red carpet because I'm coming for you. She also got me some golf lessons, which I'm excited about. Oh my, that's, that's a really good out of the box gift. Yeah. So I don't know. Is that the saying out of the box? Thinking outside the box? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. You know. that, that one can pass. So what did you do for my birthday? What day was it? It was Sunday. on last, last Thursday. Oh, okay. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Did you do anything fun? Um, no, Max had to go back to the hospital on Wednesday. Still throwing up blood? 
Um, no, he stopped eating. Oh and Friday I had a Louis Vuitton event that I couldn't go to because I stayed with Max. Unacceptable. I, you know, I, was, I had Louis a really Vuitton? great outfit. I bet. Um, and oh my gosh, Saturday I made it past the 405, which I rarely do if it's a day off. I love this. <laughs> and so went to Beverly Hills and had brunch with my two best friends. Who are they? Gina and Hallie. And it was so lovely. Are they on the show or anything? No. Actually, Gina's on it. Okay. Yeah. Are you She's- getting excited? We're getting down to crunch time, bro. Like the show is about to happen. Yeah. Are you freaking out? Or are you scared? Um, kind of. I've been like doing press interviews. Yeah. And like they're talking to like the cast individually. Yeah. And so like the questions, like, I'm just like, God, I wonder what they said for this. And I always ask, I'd be like, what did Audrina say? Yeah. Um, it's starting to get scary. It's not feeling like we're all together. Yeah. It's not feeling like a cast right now. It's kind of feeling like everyone, it's like Hunger Games. Everyone's like on their tree stump. Mm-hmm. Um, just waiting for that horn to blow. Yeah. So. Better run and get your <laughs> weapon, girl. <laughs> what, what? So here's the thing. Like when every time I've ever been on a reality TV show, there's always like one scandal, one thing. Uh, and then you just get questions about that, like basically the entire time. So like, what is the question you're getting right now? It's not that exciting. It's yeah. just how is it different than the original? They're they're not even doing like how are things with you and your brother? They're not allowed to anymore. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay, so oh I, we yeah we we won't be in the same room. I don't know how we're gonna go to New York. So you but you started doing press. Are you doing press like in the same room as everybody else? But they're just no, like pulling they're dividing people aside? it. So they've had to split the group into two groups. Yeah, and so who's in your group? I'm with all the boys. Okay. Jason, <laughs> Justin, yeah. and Frankie. Interesting. And then it's Spencer, Heidi, Audrina, Whitney. Why do you think they separate you from the girls? Um, the boys have my back during the show so hard. I love, the, I love these three guys so much. Like, I cannot even explain. Because there's um, a really dramatic up thing that happens in the series like really bad and they just like they're like bodyguards for me i just absolutely love them because i'm not ever i'm not ever i am in the wrong sometimes but i'm not in the wrong for most of these scandals Mm -hmm. and so the boys just like they have my back i love them um the girls girls are like fair weather friends sometimes Mm -hmm. you know um, and also like when you're on a TV show, I'm not a competitive person, but it like gets to that competitive place where it's like, oh, um, can you give me your trainer's phone number? And then, you know, the per- this didn't happen. I'm giving an example. Okay. And then, you know, your girlfriend is like, oh, I don't feel comfortable sharing my trainer. So <laughs> it, it gets, yeah, I'm not kidding. Like makeup artists, like, nope, no one wants to like help each other. Like it's weird, you know, but it's girls. I I love you, my girls off camera. Do you ever do that as well? No, every I literally share everything. Yeah. I don't even have like one makeup artist that I'm completely loyal to. And like, they both understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I, okay. So let me give you an example. Okay. In London, I have a jewelry line called Mimi London. Yep. 
Um, a girl on the show with me named Rosie, she had a jewelry line. So ours is uh, manufactured. Like the beads are from all over the world, like mainly islands. And they're manufactured in uh, the Far East. So Rosie was getting all of her jewelry manufactured in London, which was probably like eight times more than what we're paying. I gave Rosie the woman's name and like number and email to use her. Like that's a competitive jewelry line, same TV show, they're friends. And I still was like, dude, take this girl, take Jenny. She's great. She'll hook you up. Never even thanked me. Why not? So I didn't even know that she, because these girls, they're they're just rude. So does that make you change the way that you're going to do things going forward? No, because you get what you give. Yeah. I'm never going to stop, you know. It's like a Beatles lyric. Wanting to help and yeah. But yeah, so I didn't even know that she had taken on Jenny until Jenny emailed me and she was like, "Um, I'm doing this order, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so Rosie's contacted you. You're... You're working with her. And she's like, yeah, yeah. So then I saw Rosie. We were like at some like Christmas London event. And I was like, hey, so you're using Jenny? And she's like, yes. And I was like. How does she sound? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my smoking jacket? <laughs> um, and I, got, I, I was like, them. oh, well, like, it, you're welcome. Like, I really, and I like explained that. I was like, we both have jewelry lines and we're on the same show. Like, you're welcome. Yeah. And she was like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Is she farting at this point too? <laughs> no, that's her posh, like, mm. <laughs> uh, British posh. Uh, but yeah, so the boys are so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I always ask the boys and text the girls, like, would you be upset if I had my arm around Frankie or if like, you know, yeah, they're carrying me. So I check. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. 
I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so did you watch the first episode of The Bachelor? Obviously. You did? I haven't seen it yet. I'm sorry, what? I haven't. I was out of town last Monday. Don't you have TiVo? DVR, whatever. TiVo? What year is it in your brain? (laughs) (laughs) 2006. Um, Yes, I just haven't. I'm like, tonight I'm going to go and like catch up with all of it. Oh, but you had time for Game of Thrones. Yes, because I'm... ABC don't kill me, but I like Game of Thrones more than I like The Bachelorette. Uh, I think that's okay. Wait a minute. Um, okay, so everyone in my Pilates class this morning was very upset about the ending of Game of Thrones. I don't watch it. Don't like have a spoiler alert, but like, were you upset or did you like the finale? A very upset. Okay. That's all we need to tell about this. So people are Talk mad. About. Okay, so just tell me, tell me what happened in the first episode of The Bachelorette. Okay, so it was the best episode. It's everyone getting out of the limo. Yes. And remember, my getting out of the limo was being drunk the night before and mm-hmm. introducing myself saying, I've been drunk for eight hours, but I don't get hangovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That would work. I, who else said that that happened to them? We were like, oh my gosh. Oh, uh, Shayna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had Shayna on. Um, okay, so, so what's, what was the, one of the biggest moments that happened in the episode? Okay, this one guy who's not even... Like a standout. I'm trying to find the photo that I took. Oh, and I also watched her on um, Kelly and Ryan. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that was kind of a scandal because Kelly, Kelly's been yeah. kind of shading The Bachelorette. Uh, but that was disgusting with that one guy wrote on Twitter. What? I had no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. So I'm not going to name names, but someone said, um, be careful, Kelly. The Bachelor pays for um, oh pays for your bills pays your or paycheck yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and yeah. i think that's really unfair because kelly's been in this business i mean she was a soap opera star she's i mean she's literally like regis now like she's been in yeah. this forever and that for a man to like condemn her saying no like this show is what pays you not your hard work i don't know yes, i was okay, annoyed so by it as someone who's a part of the bachelor franchise i would say that it doesn't make any sense to me to talk trash about a fellow ABC show. Like, what? why would that help anybody? 
anybody's career. Like, if you're all working for ABC and working for Disney, it should all be like, we want everyone to succeed. Yeah. And, like, talking badly about it, I don't think was just a good look on, um, like, anyone's part. Yeah. Um, you know who did say something really cool was Ellen Pompeo. And I've, like, always been indifferent to her, but now I love her. From Grey's Anatomy. Yes. And she and also is the school. most paid actress on the network. Really? Of, like, all time. Yeah. Um, so Bachelor, back to that. Yeah. So I got to watch everyone's entrance. Okay. I did not love her dress. I thought she could have done better. Okay. Um, so the one guy that I really like is this guy named Luke P. It's just so weird, too, because on my season, there was Luke Pell. So there was another Luke P. So when I heard, like, all the stuff going down, I was like, did Luke Pell just go double dip back into the Bachelor world? <laughs> apparently, it's a different guy. He didn't make he didn't make the Bachelor. So like, come on, the Bachelorette. Yeah, no, no, he was on. But yeah, but he was on the Bachelorette. Oh with yeah, me. duh. Okay, so what happened? Okay, so he is just like in awe of her. He cannot believe his luck that he's here. His sister, his family, like sounds very normal and just like norm, like not in this reality or like showbiz, like no interest in that. Mm-hmm. And his sister signed him up or mom or whatever, and he like he can barely he's speechless. He's just like, you're the most beautiful. And it's so true and sincere. And then there's a jerk on it who has a girlfriend and he is vile. There's a guy who has a girlfriend that goes yes, on The Bachelor. Okay. But he is so vile. Like the, the, his responses to when she's like calling him out are like, yeah, well, we broke up. She's like, well, you just texted her before you went in. Like you're obviously, if things don't work out with me, like you're going to go back to your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, no, no. She knows that if you choose me, we're broken up. And like, he just like, like that kind of stuff. Mm. And like, you just hate him. The more he talks, cause he's also so arrogant. And here he is like completely lying, but he's not like giving any, not apology, but just like an ounce of thought or care into it. It's just like, oh, he's just, how he's did we find awful. out that he's got a girlfriend? I think it was like her two girlfriends. So she had her two friends come out with her and they were like they had the best job they were basically spying on her in this van Mm -hmm. trying to like see which guy was cool so anyways when that happened she was so upset and she was crying because they were spying on her (laughs) no she loved that okay because of this guy who came here and she's all about you know don't come here if it's not for me so she's very upset she goes outside and starts crying and all the guys like guys suck they're all like sitting there like, well, this sucks. No, like we've lost so much time. Did you get to talk to her? Well, I know that guy took like an hour of her time. And they're all like talking, like upset about their time. Mm-hmm. And here she is by herself outside crying. Yeah. And like all these douchebags just like aren't even realizing like, wait, so you're not here for her if you're not chasing her out to like see if she's okay. Yeah. So also, Luke- also, why are you crying? You just met this guy. And you got to know that there's going to be a handful of douchebaggers hanging out. It must just be the pressure of the first night. I know, but it, it, it seems to me that the crying is a little like if this happened like hey, eight there's weeks nothing in, wrong with crying, all right, totally. Wells. But like if it happened eight weeks in, then that that, that makes sense. But that happened the first night. You just like I literally just met you, and I found out you have a girlfriend. Okay, later, get out of here. I mean, like, to be fair, yeah, because it wasn't even like she had been talking to him all night. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like that's a little. Okay, put on the brakes on the waterworks there, sister. But okay, so but I didn't see the episode, so I could be I'm probably getting in trouble for this. Okay. Okay, so but Luke P finds her outside. Yeah, and he comforts her with his great hair, probably. 
I'm. Does he have good hair? Just yeah, he does. Yeah. It's but cloth. look at these photos I took. It was just like you took. Yeah. Why are you taking pictures of the TV screen? Because I was gonna Instagram it, oh. saying I love them, but then I forgot because no. I was watching the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, okay. scroll through. Like he just looks at her with so much love. Oh, and I've seen a rose in her hand, so that means he got the first impression rose. Yes, and the guys, I can't like honestly watching the show. Like Kelly Ripa, I feel you. These guys are all douchebags. There was a guy that sent himself in a box because mm-hmm. he's the box king. He sells boxes. And okay. when she took the rose or something happened, I, Tori, maybe you remember, um, something happens and the box guy just goes, well, I didn't get any time. Like this, like something so gross. And you're just like, she just dodged such a bullet. Like these, oh my God. I don't know. I just. Can I, can we go uh, back to the Kelly Ripa thing real quick? Yeah. I have thoughts on it. Okay, let's hear him. So what her quote was, was basically, it's disgusting that 30 women will go and, like, obsess over one man. Like, we should be, like, we're we're farther along in society than this, and, like, this isn't a good thing. That's what my dad said to me. Okay, all well and good and true. But there is also a show called The Bachelorette, which is the exact opposite thing, which is 30 dudes fawning over just one woman. And not to say that it's it's right, but it kind of evens the playing field. Am I wrong in thinking that? Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I, yeah, I mean like, okay. Okay, so we were watching The Bachelor so long ago. I was at my parents' house, and it was in my early 20s. And my dad said, would you ever go on this? And I was like, yeah, I'll be The Bachelorette. And he was like, but you would never go be one of these girls and I was like god no like I'm not competitive and I would just be like okay you have them like it's not worth it like my happy ending is somewhere else and he was like good because I would rather you never get married than ever feel like you need to fight for a guy or you know go above and beyond or compete with it love is you have to fight for it and you have to go above and beyond and you have to work at it is that why I'm single I don't know, but I think that's what it is. Oh, my God. I was, like, 22, and now, like, I was like, yeah, Dad said never get married, mm-hmm. never do anything for the other partner. <laughs> no, you didn't say that, but, huh. But I, I, I agree with Kelly Ripa's original statement, but I, in defense of the network, they, I feel like they like the, the seesaw evens back out when they do it with a bunch of dudes going after just one woman. I don't know. I think the... The thing in Kelly's quote that just made it a bit over the line for ABC or whoever is mad at her is that she used the word disgusting. But like nothing in that quote is like she's just giving her opinion that she thinks girls are all too special to fight over one guy. Agreed. Right. So I think it's just the word disgusting that has really changed that quote into something so controversial. Yeah. And here's the thing. No one cares. And now, you yeah, know? and also I love Kelly but, Ripa, but also K- Kelly gotta know for my own personal happiness. How do you feel about Bachelor in Paradise? Because that show's different. That's just a bunch of people dating a bunch of people. There's not like one after. I like bet 30. she'll be okay with that because it's like even couples. Yeah, yeah. I bet she loves that show. Okay, I bet her Mark watch it. Have some popcorn and some tacos. Do you think that she likes The Hills? 
Probably not. No? Probably disgust her. <laughs> How would that make you feel if she went on the Kelly and Ryan show and was her. like, that show's disgusting. I would still love When I was younger, like she was my role model. I wanted to be her. You wanted to be a daytime actress and then... Yeah. Turn, oh, yeah, I've told you I wanted to turn, do soap operas. Turn that into a talk show uh-huh, but it's tycoon? Only, only she can do it, though. Yeah. Like she's, you know, Osborne tried... Kardashian, like people have tried. Yeah. Kelly Ripa just wins. Just killed it. Yeah. Love her. And Ryan, he's so cute over there. <laughs> They're like best friends. You think so? You think it's real? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because he knows way too much. He knows like her outfits. She knows his outfits, what shoes he has at home. And Mark, oh my God, I watch it too much. You do. Mark is like going shopping with Ryan to get Ryan all decked out and cool stuff. Great. Okay. All right. You really um, like <laughs> Kelly and Ryan. Okay. Yeah. I like them and my dog, and I live in 2006. You are. <laughs> you are a 79-year-old woman. <laughs> oh, my God. Funny you say that. Is That is my dream lifestyle. I want to check into an old person's home right now. Really? You just lay there, and they give you food, and you watch TV. It's better than chilling in a hospital. Like if you think about it, if you're in a really luxurious retirement home, you've got a pool, tennis, all these nurses saying, do you want to be 12 shots? Homes? Are you, are you talking okay? pool? I feel like in retirement homes. I think you're just thinking of Florida. And that's just where old people go and they just like live in like the Del Boca Vista estates. And then there well, are. I'm down. For so you just want to retire. Mm, I want someone to take care of me. You do? Like I can pee on my own. Okay. But like. I would love them to feed me. Mm-hmm. Just really be lazy. Just so, as lazy as I can. Like literally like soup into your mouth. Actually, no. I could probably do that because soup is hot. Okay. But I guess just like bringing me a tray. Like that would be sick. It's just like being a kid again. Oh, my I miss, God. I miss, um, you know, when your parents are. When you were sick and they would just feed you and just, they nurse always you were, back. Even if I wasn't sick, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd yeah. be like. A snack when they picked me up from school. Like, it was just sick. You just want to be waited on hand and foot. Okay, yeah. Yes, okay. Okay, so that took a long time for me to get to. Yeah, so okay. you, what we figured out was that you just need a butler. Exactly. Oh, Southern Charm is back. Mm-hmm. Have you watched that? No, is there a butler in it? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd be really weird. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking I- of butlers, Southern Charm is back in. <laughs> You've never... Seen it? No, I know Chrissy Teigen likes it a lot, so that means it must be funny. So what's the what's the deal with it? Oh my god, it is the best reality show. I think, and I've been saying this since it started. It is the number one reality show since The Hills. Mm. Like it is, it's got a group of like these young singles, and they all grew up with each other, and their family lines. Some of them are, you know forefather my forefather built this and you know that kind of stuff my forefather was jefferson davis yeah like they're all related to presidents like somehow and uh (laughs) and it is so good there's this one guy who's not on it this series but this is why you need to binge it this old man Mm -hmm. named thomas ravenel Mm -hmm. he's like in his what 50s like he's an old man starts dating this girl who's like 20 Get it, Catherine. Thomas Ravenel. She gets pregnant. Wow. And I think it was on purpose because he's like supposedly 
the Ravenel family uh-huh. is so important and mm-hmm. you know and he's never he's never married he's, never he's the bachelor he's never sired a child totally so I mean he was not into it but all of a sudden she gets pregnant it's really fiery with them like he hooks up with other girls he just got arrested for like harassing the nanny or something he's like an alcohol he's a mess mm. but she was a mess too and she was the one that was like having to go to rehab and the baby was taken away from her this is all in the show okay and that's only two characters like that's two cast members mm-hmm. there's like still so many more with all this trauma so then it's so nasty they hook up one more time a few years later she gets pregnant again. Wow. Second child. Quite potent for an older gentleman. Um, I'm telling you, this show is so good. And okay. then there's that one guy who just wants to be a bachelor forever. I can't think of his name right now. Um, and it's really sad, actually. Because I reckon he's like early 40s. So this isn't the show Chrisley knows best. I've heard that's incredible. Yeah, it's it's insane too. But so, where does the, the Southern Charm take place? On a plantation in Mississippi, North Carolina, right? Uh, you know, for a show that you love a lot, you have very little facts. South Carolina. Okay. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Max is growling at you. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I have to go host this thing. So what thing? I host a trivia app. Oh my, I love trivia. But it's for sports, so I don't know if you Aww. like sports. Um, so I have to drive an hour away from here to go host it. So I'm sorry I have to leave. Are you going to the South? I'm going to, yes, I'm going to the South. Cool. <laughs> Have fun driving. I'm going to, no, I'm not. All right, a little bit South. Beverly yeah. Hills South. I have no clue. Huh. Well, are you going to watch Bachelor tonight? Yes, I'm gonna watch Bachelor, and I'll have something to say about it next week. You got two to catch up on. I know it's gonna be a lot. One guy jumps the fence. Oh God! Of course. <laughs> Did anyone show up with um, a band? Yours still wins. Yeah, that was mine. I watched it. It's so good, and all the guys are in the room being like, "Damn, he killed it! Yeah. He killed it!" Because mm-hmm. it's the best song possible like all the guys are like feeling it they're like oh this guy this guy yeah i was laughing go wells i swear by all for one but the thing was is that, and then they followed me around that entire night and so like every time i talk with her they'd just be in the background just being like dun, dun, dun. and oh. she was like is this every day and i was like yes <laughs> we'll be making sweet sweet love and they'll just be in the corner oh can you imagine <laughs> <laughs> um okay i gotta go all right uh hills yeah Show's over. Follow Prattcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 